Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to our channel, The Spirituality of Things. Welcome. We love, <laughs> we love them all. Yes, <laughs> <we> my <do>. watchers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I actually, I actually thought about that. If we are clocking hands, then maybe our fans are uh, the chicks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hello, yeah. <laughs> the chicks out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. Kind of, you know, chicks can also be girls. Not that. We are secluding any boys in this at all because we we love them all. But it's it's been a little um, evident that most of our listeners listeners and watchers are girls. So yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this uh, week uh, the episode is going to be a little bit different. We don't know how it's going to be, but we have talked about it that uh, we have some. Um, more uh, maybe personal stuff we want to share not necessarily i don't feel that i want to go into every detail i don't want to share every detail but there are some things uh, i want to share and then build up to a point that i found so rich uh, so i do feel that it's um, a good thing to share yeah so we uh, yeah we do it a little bit different today yep yeah, I guess I just start with the story. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to try uh, not to cry. Uh, I lost uh, a dear uncle the 3rd of S September this year. We, uh, we knew that he was sick since um, October. So we have known and we have also known where it was going to go. Um, so of course we had some time to prepare we have some time to be in the process before he died and of course ever since we heard about it uh, we have been sad and it has been painful you know but when you are in that kind of state you are in kind of a weight or in a hold uh, yeah. because we can't do anything and we know which way it goes and yeah, and it went that way. It was a uh, really dear uncle. Um, uh, he was young. Uh, it was sad. Uh, last week we uh, was at his funeral. Uh, it was a different part of the country. So it was a long drive. Uh, we stayed there for a couple of nights, uh, me and uh, my brother and my father. Uh, yeah, and of course, the story goes, the funeral, it was a beautiful funeral, it is a lot of emotions, it's a lot of uh, family uh, emotions and relations, to, many things to feel and many things to be a part of and be present for. Mm. And, uh, and of course, I have felt sad uh, the entire way, ever since we heard the news. And, but it was... Uh, I, I thought it was really beautiful. At the night of the funeral, it was on Thursday, yeah. uh, when we were uh, uh, done with uh, the ceremony in the church and done with the ceremony with, you know, dinner and speeches and all the people. Uh, uh, when we went back to the cabin where we were staying, I felt that the grief suddenly um, 
became real. It became yeah. true. Um, often, of course, funerals and those kind of ceremonies does that to people. It suddenly becomes true. Yeah. So, uh, of course, I feel, felt everything. And uh, then we were uh, going back to the north. Uh, I have so many other things that happened on that uh, uh, trip as well, but I don't, I'm not going to take it here because that is different things. But we came home on Saturday. Uh, and at first I just fell asleep on the couch. I was so tired after all the drive and after all the impressions and feelings and so much people and relations and so much. And during uh, when I woke up during the afternoon on uh, Saturday on my couch, and I felt empty, and I I, uh, <clears throat> I felt that uh, grief hit me uh, really hard. So since Saturday, I haven't been able to think about or feel anything else other than my uncle. Yeah. But there was one thing that I found so beautiful. Uh, and my son was hugging me, was comforting me. We were crying. I, I told him what I was feeling and what I was thinking. It was a beautiful conversation. It was, you know, just people loving each other, being there for each other. It was really beautiful. Yeah. And one of the things I told my son that I felt so strong and so clear is that even though the grief is real, uh, it is there, it feels empty in my heart because my uncle is not here anymore. But it also feels so good that the grief is real. Yeah. Because with the, the huge, enormous life process, that we have uh, gone through the last nine years and we are going the spiritual path and you have this, uh, your thoughts and feelings about death and it, death, when you are at that spiritual level as we are, death is suddenly not a big deal the way it was before. Mm -hmm. And I felt that I'm so glad that even though I have my thoughts and feelings around death, I still feel grief the same way. And it felt so good because even though I have gone the way I have in the spiritual path, I haven't lost myself. No. So even though it's painful that the grief is here, it's so good that the grief is here because I'm still human. I still have people I love and I still have it's real. It's not yeah. less real. No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I think that's beautiful. <laughs> of Me course, too. you know, oh, I just, you know, I can relate as well. Not that it's the same thing, but I think we are, as usual, synchronized. <laughs> uh, I felt like strong emotions lately. I think it's a lot to do with uh, going inwards in fall and really being this is actually today is a full moon with in Pisces and Pisces yeah. is the like emotional most emotional uh, uh, sign at, at least that's what I've heard and uh, 
and I believe it because I have uh, I think one of my uh, like main signs I I'm very bad at astrology in terms of like I just knew my main sign in, mm. and that's called the sun sign I think in a lot of years <laughs> and then I thought uh, then I learned about you have this uh, moon sign and sun sign and everything else but I was, was Pisces in one of them I can't remember I think it was moon anyway um, so emotions are a big part of this coming to like a fruition through that full moon and that emotional side is because the moon is the feminine energy, so it's very much in part with that as well. I'm not saying like uh, that your feelings necessarily have to be explained by that. I'm not meaning that at all. I'm just saying like uh, there is a lot of feelings coming to the surface in the collective. And um, oh, I have had, uh, I don't know, uh, <laughs> revolving, you know how it's uh, with your ego sometimes it could be like a revolving door. And oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, so I've had a lot of childhood uh, feelings coming up. Uh, I just have to take a moment. Yes. <laughs> I'm sitting here right now watching this uh, picture uh, with my granddad. And I'm looking at him like I'm in love. I'm just like three or four years old in this picture. <laughs> And it helps me so much because he has passed on, of course, for uh, not of course, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> a few years ago. And uh, it was a very hard thing for me because he was like the one in my family that I truly felt that strong love from and permission to just be me. And he was so calm and just relatable in his energy, especially because he was a very quiet, stoic man, but he had so much uh, of his love outside of him if you know what I mean mm. so I think I'm just channeling him a little right now just to just talk about this because um, I I didn't know for a very long time if I should say anything about how, how my child was, how, sorry, childhood was because of the I thought like yeah I I do feel like I'm done with most of those uh, subjects and that I've uh, healed so much from that that I I was more surprised than anything and that's typical as well with the ego sometimes and I'm not saying ego in a bad way in this sense because it was very much like just I felt so vulnerable of late like in my body in in the expression of who I am suddenly and it's very strange because I've come so far with that and feeling just secure and in like this summer as I mentioned before been like a radical self-love experience for me so it was surprising that those feelings of like worry about how I look and everything came back and I realized that it's very much connected to how I was treated, you know, in my home. Uh, I was a big, a bigger girl, <laughs> and I uh, put on a lot of weight. Uh, even though I, I don't think I was uh, abnormally large, uh, like in when I look back at pictures and stuff like that. But I was very much bullied both at home and uh, in school. But that was not the issue. I was, I was protecting myself because of. Um, sexual abuse from my dad so 
I, yeah, I didn't think I was going to talk about this, but it's come up and I think it's because of the importance of it. It's, uh, it's, it needs to be said how the, both the process of self-love, extreme self-love works and how it is like a revolving door because you can work at it and it goes like in circles, you know, it comes back and maybe fainter and fainter, but it still sometimes hits you in the face again, like so strong. <laughs> um, and for me lately, it has been very strong in something I needed to work on. And because I have pushed it back, I think that uh, it was so important that I was just open about it today because I realized that's not who I am. And even if it's so faint and even it's if it's so far back in the background, it's still so important to not push it back because that's exactly what we're about and how I think it's an important subject to talk about because, yeah, you will be surprised at how much it can come up again in more strong ways than you ever imagine. And even though that this can be really tough, it's so important to not then just like hide those feelings or hide or you know uh, diminish them because they're there for a reason and i feel already how healing it is to talk about this now and that it's uh, it's uh, yeah it's an important subject that we don't we don't feel like we diminish uh, even the smallest of things because what it started with for me i think was uh, as i said ego based because i felt like for so long i've um, uh, not been like conscious of how i look uh, even though that was a big theme for me in my childhood but i i'm a foodie <laughs> i love to cook i love to eat i love to enjoy every like part of uh, of um, yeah that's the scene <laughs> uh, and i don't feel shame about that most of the time anymore at all it's a joyous a joyous thing and um yeah, I, I even like my husband said, uh, like so lovingly that it, he enjoys so much to watch me eat because I get so happy. <laughs> like I'm wagging it, <laughs> like a dog wagging its tail. <laughs> Just like, Ooh. so. Uh, but again, this summer, I think uh, it's come up a couple of times because people that have, haven't seen me for a while in the corona time, um, and I'm not blaming anybody. This is to do with me and my emotions. I'm just pointing that out. But people have no, you know, um, commented on, oh, you lost so much weight. Um, oh, you look so good. You've lost weight. And then um, I started to gain a little weight this summer. Um, not in a, like in a bad way. I was just enjoying life, you know, and drinking more and having a lot of good food. And but then something um, about that had started to you know sneak in and ever so you know um even if it's so small it still was that little ego voice that was like i was starting to like look at some pictures from this like last year and i could see it myself like oh i gained some weight again and it's it's that small itty bitty tiny bit of panicky thought of like i'm worth less when i am bigger you know and I don't think that my soul knows that's not true at all. Mm -hmm. But that's also how it works sometimes, you know, in, unless you, um, oh, what's it called? Uh, unless you actually address it, 
and dare talk about it mm. because I I know how um, that's not true. You know, that voice is just my ego from how it was and how I uh, had this theme of that kind of um, being a part of the, those big lessons of radical or self-love. So I know that just saying it out loud to our listeners, somebody, I think you would need it to hear this today. Uh, since we both have talked about a little heavier subjects, I think that's not, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's not. I think, uh, I, I think, I, 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 yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I don't think it's a coincidence. And I think it's uh, important to talk about uh, heavier subjects as well, because uh, uh, many places on the internet, uh, when people are talking about uh, the spirituality of things, uh, however subject or for from which uh, perspective or wherever, it's mm -hmm. often that think positive, feel positive, stay positive, manifest positive, blah, 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 when reality is that we are human beings. We, of course, yes, we are positive. Both you and me are positive people. but being positive doesn't mean that we don't have emotions. It doesn't mean that we ha don't have human experiences with human ups and downs. So I, I do think it's important that to talk about uh, normal, heavier stuff as well, because uh, maybe it's shameful. I don't think so, but maybe it's shameful to call it normal stuff. But this is normal stuff. This yeah. is so many people, for example, grief, everybody experienced grief. Uh, for example, what you are talking about, there are sadly so many people that are experiencing or have experienced the same. So it's shameful to say that it is normal because yeah. it's shameful that reality is like that. But it is important to talk about it. And I feel that it takes strength and courage to say these things out loud to dare to be vulnerable and to cry on camera and of course maybe there could there can be some people that are reacting negative to it but i honestly have to say i don't give a fuck because this is the spirituality of things this is experiencing human life full and okay. we are we are like that we live it full and we also uh, we don't lie to ourselves. We don't hide anything from ourselves. Everything is a part of everything. We don't take out this and this and this because it doesn't fit. No, everything fits because everything is a part of the human experience. Yes. So I, I think it's uh, I think it's a good thing that we can have this conversation as well. Yeah, I agree. And uh, I'm reminded of uh, I think it's actually a phrase you often use in meditation. I'm not sure if it's Sanskrit, but it's connected to your chakras, the, the sounds you make. And it's um, so hum, uh, which translates to I am the universe. Mm -hmm. And uh, as you said, we are here to have a human experience as we all are um, in this physical realm. We are still actually fragments or uh, pictures of God in in physical and and experience experience oh sorry no, but yeah. i think it's correct yeah we are a god in experience yeah and uh having like uh, the range of every part of that is what we're here to experience no matter how uh, 
advanced you are and how enlightened you are. I think um, as Dan, uh, one uh, the uh, the one guest we have had mentioned like how both Jesus and Buddha also have had like experiences of uh, where they have felt shame or been angry or lashed out at people. And that's actually a comforting uh, notion because we all have human experience because we're here to be human. And um, what we have talked about before, but this is also very important. I've heard this many times and it always rings true to me that the most like extreme part of being human is in emotions that we have like free range in the emotional uh, states. So we can go as deep as possible and as high as possible. And uh, from like the duality, of course, and what we've been through as a human race, there will be a lot of extremes in that. And mm-hmm. and I have felt how we're moving away from that into something more loving and, and uh, more, you know, not as uh, extreme in in uh, the differences, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I still uh, feel like the part of us that needs to heal, because that's also an important point, is that when you heal something within yourself, and um, yeah, really you heal something like truly do, like going deep within it, you're not just healing something uh, for yourself, which is important, of course, and the first point to why you should be doing it, but you're actually also healing something in the collective. It's mm-hmm. to all, all of us. It, um, it benefits everyone. So never diminish how important it can be to to heal. So uh, just by talking about it, I feel now how much lighter I am. And I feel like now it's said, it's not like a big deal to me to not say it either. It wasn't like something I was trying to avoid as a topic. It was more that I thought I was, you know, that's in the past Mm -hmm. and I realized it's not like it's not necessarily a big deal for me anymore to talk about it because I don't need to relive those things but it's it's still silly to not you know give a picture when it comes up like this you know because it is uh, a relatable this as I said uh, sadly a relatable thing and it is connected to what I am here to experience those like recurring big themes in my life so it is a big thing and i think that when i uh, talk about it and not mention that that seems more weird to me now you know yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, i agree absolutely agree i think you are courageous and i completely agree with you i I also of course uh, because uh, of course i know your story so none of this is new to me so it's easy for me to say oh that's interesting <laughs> so because uh, I uh, since you know I have been busy with my own family situation the last few weeks and I haven't uh, been uh, had the time or been capable to think about so many things outside of that. Uh, so it's just like the last day or two that I uh, uh, realized that it is actually full moon today, uh, yeah. full moon in Pisces. And when you now are uh, explaining that Pisces is the most sensitive uh, or emotional sign. I do find it interesting and I also find it interesting that you are now experiencing some of your childhood um, challenges or issues or traumas are coming up and you uh, are uh, uh, now are going to have a new round and work on it in a new and different way. I do find it interesting because I feel 
of course, uh, in my situation, you have this one one uh, situation is, you know, my uncle and the funeral and everything. But it has definitely been a huge um, like this uh, take up so much from childhood through this process. Yeah. For instance, uh, I have one mother and two fathers. So, you know, most people have two family lines. I have three. Uh, and uh, of course, the district with the funeral with my uncle, it, he is from the third uh, family line. Uh, I don't share blood, but we share heart and relations with that family line so it's equally to me as family as the other lines yeah but uh, so it has been so rich and so beautiful and of course also challenging but mostly so much good to feel that family line so close and so much during this trip but on the way north we also met my other father my birth father I haven't seen him for 11 years. Uh, my brother hasn't seen him for 17. I'm not going to go into details and it's no hard feelings. I don't want to talk down. The situation has been the way it has been. I don't want this to sound like I, I want to talk down on anybody. But meeting him and seeing the differences. Now we have spent this entire week with uh, the third family line. And suddenly we see this opposite. They are so calm. They are nature people. They are so quiet. And then we see this. My birth father is poster boy for ADHD. <laughs> I, I love him. I think he's awesome. But you you suddenly saw those opposites. Yeah. And 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 for me, that has been so important and so beautiful because I have struggled with, for instance, feeling that I'm, uh, of course, this is many people who are struggling with the same for different reasons, but it's also been one of my struggles, feeling mm. that I'm not good enough, I'm not able to be like this and this and this, I want to try to be like this and this, and I haven't been able to. And of course, the process has taken me to a place where I just want to be me. Yeah. And when I saw my two father lines so close together, it's like, of course we are the way we are, because we have so many um, DNA and, you know, you have what is called in English, you have Alvo Milieu, you think yeah, you... Uh, ancestral lineage as well, you know, the, you yeah. have, uh, yeah, and... Uh, your heritage <laughs> yeah my heritage i both have it through uh, childhood and also through dna yeah and it has been so meaningful and so big and uh, i i i don't know i i find it interesting that you say that these times we're in now it's about a lot of uh, childhood or you know go back to the past and take another round to heal and so much mm -hmm. coming up and I don't believe in coincidences I do believe everything happens for a reason because why after so many years why would we meet him right now of course it was because everything was lined up for it it it, yeah. it fits our route and you know it was so many things but it just became so clear 
for instance, if we're going to take the third family line, then we will see that we are the outsiders because we have a different personality type. We are more ADHD yeah. <laughs> compared to the third family line. But then yeah. we see when we meet the second family line, we see that, of course, we are like that. It, it makes so much sense and to feel so much love for all the family lines, for all your heritage, from all your lines, and mm. to feel so complete yeah. in your family lines. It has just have been so beautiful. It has so been made so much impressions, and it's definitely so much to process. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I find it really interesting. Then I'm guessing, uh, like you and me, we talk about when we meet on Tuesday and we uh, podcast and we talk about what's up in our yeah. life that day. But yeah. we we have seen and we do see most of the times we are connected to the collective. So it is interesting that I'm guessing that there are so many people out there now that are working with their ancestral lines or challenges or childhood issues or, or anything that goes around that. Yeah, emotional yeah. emotional themes or things that are, uh, because I think we all have themes, those things that are the big lessons we're about this lifetime and and what we're here to you know explore and um yeah um uh, expand upon so whatever that that is for you it's uh, of course it's just not just one thing usually but there are some main ones uh, you can call it your life mission or whatever and or what you need to maybe overcome to truly step into you as you are like really love yourself and be more of your higher self, the soul perspective uh, integrated in that human self, you know. But uh, of course, it, as we've talked about many times, they will always come up again if you don't deal with them. But even if you deal with them, they are, you know, in, as I said, like this revolving door, like you, you need to have those different, I guess, uh, both in time, but also in experience wise to really get to that really deep mucky part of it you know and mm. sometimes as i said it is uh, a surprise that it comes up again and you thought you were weren't i through with this <laughs> i thought i was done with this a long time ago you know but i think it's good that we remind some people maybe that are on the beginning of like this soul journey or maybe the dark night of the soul or whatever uh, shadow work with yourself that it doesn't matter how you know far you have come, you still will face some of those things again and in different like intensities. So don't be you know discouraged by it and don't think that it's something wrong with you. You are perfectly fine and it's not a linear process. It it is more yeah like this big <laughs> circular thing that goes in waves and yeah we we will probably have to learn lessons throughout and of course some lessons truly do get like done but they doesn't mean that uh, you ha you will never be um what's it called finished or whatever um with how you have, you're having this experience for a reason you know as a human 
So we are always evolving, always uh, going to the next step and um, going to a new depth depth <laughs> of our theme. So yeah, I think it's important just to to mention that it, it's normal for us too, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and I also uh, uh, want to continue that line uh, with saying. <coughs> Yes, it doesn't go away. You, you still have to work on your deep, difficult things during the process and during your life. But I feel that the main difference that maybe can give more courage to people uh, is that even though it feels painful, it feels real, as real as it did before, you, the way you are uh, handling it feels different. So even so, though the pain is as painful as it was before, it's not as painful that it is that painful or something like that. It, I, I actually feel more grateful for the pain now because yeah. it, it shows us that we are still human. We haven't stopped being human only because we have developed and, and uh, gone this path of spiritual awakening and yeah, yeah. And the way you're treating or, or handling your pain is different during the road so uh, so if I that can give some uh, courage to people then yeah i think you're onto something there because i think i'm not sure if i'm uh, correct about this but as you have expanded yourself and have more of your soul integrated the further you go on your path, you know, the more you're healing all those dark wounds. So you have a bigger range of feelings, even though uh, to, uh, to you know, um, lean into a bit, uh, the bigger range of uh, archetypes in yourself, you can uh, take into it. So as you said, you can feel gratitude for the pain. Mm. And maybe earlier it was just the pain, you know? Uh, so there's a bigger range in general and um with that like gratitude is such a big thing that uh, um, when you come from your heart as well because you do feel gratitude for every experience in a different way even though as i say it's painful but you feel gra gratitude for the pain and mm -hmm. i see tearing as well now and it's like yeah it can be painful and it can be i'm, I'm tearing up when i talk about those things blah 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 but it's still like a feeling of yeah, this is important. I, I can feel the healing as I'm talking about it and I'm lighter straight away after, but I also feel so much gratitude of how far as we've come, as we've seen ourselves, like that we can't talk about these things like mm -hmm. in public or uh, to people. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I think it's, uh, yeah, it's like you have a bigger range of uh, emotions to lean back on when mm. you feel it. Yeah, that's definitely. I like the way you put it. It's like you said, you can feel gratitude for the pain. It doesn't mean that the pain is less or not there. It's just that the gratitude makes you deal with the pain in a yeah. different way, much more calm way, I feel. Yeah. So I, I definitely agree. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. So that's uh, I am always as, as surprised as the audience in a way because we never discuss what we're gonna talk about. Of course, I can sometimes you know have some research uh, that I'm done that's back there somewhere or some 
things I've been thinking or feeling. But today was very like I was searching a little for what's the thing I want to talk about that's very interesting, spiritual, what's happened uh, lately, you know. But then that uh, feeling when I was um, standing after a shower and looked at myself in the mirror, then I just saw it in my eyes, you know. Uh, you, you have to talk about this. This is, it doesn't matter if it's not like a cool thing or whatever, but it's it comes up and up again. So you have to talk about mm. this day and then, when you said you also had something that was more like maybe a little sad and heavy today, I was like, okay, this is gonna be the, that kind of day today. <laughs> oh, man, I'm actually so hot from having talked about uh, things and crying. My glasses are fogging up right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, but uh, that is good. It definitely feels good. And uh, like we said earlier in the podcast, is uh, if people some people don't like it it's okay turn it off that but i think it, it can for many people be a good thing because no matter what you're going through dear listener or watcher or chick or what to call you you're not yeah. alone yes exactly yes uh, this is uh even though it's hard sometimes it's a beautiful experience man and i'm very very lucky to have you as a partner in crime through it all <laughs> yes thank you me too mm. <laughs> i don't know how you feel i'm not sure how long we've gone for but i'm starting to like feel like i'm a little oh, tired yes. after all that <laughs> <laughs> we uh we have uh, almost uh, 38 minutes and i think we um hit the nail and i think we are done for yeah. today yeah, I think we said what we uh, had to say, and I think it was really beautiful uh, to make it human. I agree. <laughs> yes. Okay, dear yeah. uh, listeners, dear chicks, we are uh, going to call you fans of our chicks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it has been a pleasure. We yeah. see you next week. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes. Love you all. Peace and love. Peace. Bye.